Hello and welcome to the Dime Alive podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. Each week I show you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I interview top thought leaders changing the world with their work. And I also show you how you can build a life in alignment with your soul, do your dharma, be happier, healthier, live longer and have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. So without further ado, let's dive into the next podcast. So hello and welcome to the Dharma Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton, and this week I want to invite you to my Follow Your Highest Excitement Challenge. I'm going to be running a four-day challenge in my Facebook group. The link is in the section under the YouTube video. Please come and join us. Now is an incredible time on the planet to be building a 5D life in alignment with your soul. And it's much easier to do that with like-minded, conscious community around you. So please come and join the Follow Your Highest Excitement Challenge. You won't regret it. It's a high vibrational community of people changing the world, doing their dharma, making a difference and living in this new 5D energy. You will be absolutely blown away with the life that you can create. If you can believe it, you can create it. Believing is seeing. Hi guys, and today I'm joined by the beautiful Aloise. Welcome Aloise. Lovely to be with you, Charlie. Well done. You nearly got my name right, Aloise. Aloise, Aloise. (laughs) Yeah, well, some people call me Charlie, some people call me Charles. If I go to America, for some reason, they call me Chuck. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Or Chaz. But, uh, no, thank you for joining me today. Lovely to be with you. I'm excited about the conversation we're going to have. Absolutely amazing. We're living in some of the most amazing times ever. Um, and we're very fortunate when you look at it. Um, to be alive in this time. People who are moaning about it and complaining about it, it's difficult. Yes, I understand that. But we're living in an amazing time, uh, an awakening that we can see what's happening, or those that have woken up can see what's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, we're, we're, we're going to try and encourage people to, rather than use the word uh, be awake, it's to be aware of what's happening mm. around us. Because people tend to get offended by the fact that we think they're asleep. But to become aware of what's happening around you. And then when you can join up the dots, then you'll get a certain piece like I have got and like Aloise has got, Aloise has got, um, inside her. And when you have that piece, um, everything else is so much easier. Because fear is such a, such a, such a horrible thing. Mm, absolutely and I think it's so important that people realize that we were we chose to be here at this time you know I really really resonate with that fact that I was born for this yeah you know and I think you and I had a quick chat to explain you know before we came on air and I was saying you know I now see when I look back at my life how I've been in training for what my role is right in the great awakening every all the pieces of the puzzle joined together and I think you were kind of concurring we had that discussion, didn't we? You look back over your last 20, 25 years, and Aloise has, had, Aloise has had a very interesting life, like I have. And you take these little pieces, and you realize these are very, very important pieces. 
in, in the great awakening that we're in right now to help us understand what's going on. And I think every single person has pieces in their life which are going to be incredibly valuable right now when you're aware of what those pieces actually are, mm. the impact they could have on other people. Well, I'm a student of Dharma, um, Charlie. So yes. um, my teacher studied the Dharmic texts, which the easiest way to describe that is essentially the Vedas is like the Indian equivalent of the Bible. Yeah. And what they talk about, the Dharmic principles talk about that basically everybody is part of the part of the solution yeah so what they say is that all of us have um, been given almost like a purpose which when we follow this right path of action we not only become fulfilled satisfied um, but we also are in service to others and consequently we are all part of the solution to creating the planet that we want to live on exactly and i think it's very very important there was a naughty saying that john please used to say that i loved that every single person was born a winner. Out of a million seamen, you were the one that survived. <laughs> so, and sometimes we overlook that fact that we're the one that survived. We're the one that we're the winner. We're one in a million to start with. So when we come out and oh, woe is me, and now my life is terrible, we started off life as a winner. And we need to get back to understanding what it is that we have that made us a winner. Because it's inside our DNA. Absolutely. And I also think the trauma that we've all been through, like our generation is the trauma breakers. But actually, if we can come from the place of, you know, everything we've gone through is so we can then serve and help other people who are going through it. Like I personally had, um, had a nervous breakdown at 21. And then I had drug and alcohol problems from 21 to 28. And I had chronic depression. I was floating up out of my body. I'd wanted to take my own life. But now I realize that all of that was to teach me the power of my thoughts and energy. Because now what I do is I help people understand how their kind of thoughts, their mental body, as well as their actions, create their reality. Um, so it was like the, the kind of harshest, but the best training at the same time. Well, I've said many, many times during this journey and before this journey is you learn very, very little from success. Mm. You learn, you learn from the hard things. <laughs> yeah. And you look at the people who've been successful in life and they've had a really tough journey. And most people never see that. And I liken it to when you build a house. The foundations are never, ever seen once they're set. And the foundations of a lot of people have been very, very difficult. and We never, ever see them. And we just look at this beautiful house and go, oh, that's beautiful. But you don't realize the hard work that went into the foundation of it. And that's the same with us as human beings. There's a lot of beautiful souls out there. But we don't realize how, how, how much hard work went into the, the foundation of that, that beautiful Yeah, house. and I think when we come at it from the perspective that we almost agreed to that, like I love this idea of we've got contracts and actually as much as it was rubbish, you know, going through all of that and, you know, having a family that had this history of depression and alcohol abuse. Um, I know that it was for a purpose and for a reason. And I think once you can come from that standpoint, you know, you can then transmute that trauma that you've had and basically use it to help other people who are uh, maybe a little bit behind you on their journey. Um, sure. And then that's where the fulfillment comes from, because obviously when we're serving others um, through our purpose and through what we have come through then it's so rewarding and i know you're getting that you know you're you're having you we came on air and you were saying i'm just so enjoying what i'm doing at the moment so you've got energy for it yeah 
Yeah, very much so. And the, I don't know where the energy comes from because Lee, who manages my diary, has been. If I was <laughs> a hooker, plugging you in. <laughs> oh, if I was a hooker, I'd be absolutely. <laughs> he, he'd have me booked out twenty-four hours a day. <laughs> so he's not your agent; he's your pimp. <laughs> oh, he's my pimp. He's one hundred percent my pimp. But do you know what? I'm absolutely loving the journey we're on, and I think when when you're giving people hope, um, you you get energy from somewhere else, and I, I believe in God. And I believe God is giving me energy. And I've said this many times. If you believe in God, you can lean on him. If you believe in Allah, you can lean on him. If you don't believe in anyone, you lean on your, your grandmother, or your mother or your grandmother. Because they'll guide you so well. Um, and I'm getting a strength right now. Um, I need, sometimes need to manage my time better because my wife is saying, well, it would be nice to see you once <laughs> in a while. So... Uh, yeah. Well, I would also say you're in total energetic alignment. Like that's a bit woo-woo term, but you know, you're doing, you know, talking communication is obviously your divine gift, you know, and you're in your element. And like we've just described, your whole life has been leading you really to this moment. And I, you know, I, I can totally see that with my own life. I was sharing with Charlie before we came on, on uh, line that, you know, I did recruitment in the city, but the skills that I learned, I was interviewing probably four or five people a day for about 10 or 12 years. And obviously with my channel, I'm interviewing constantly. And then so many of the skills that I learned, headhunting, all of that stuff I'm using in my present day role with what I'm doing with the Dharma Life Academy. So, you know, there's, it's very clever how all this stuff works, really clever. It's amazing how you and I have been given these little pieces of a puzzle that we thought were insignificant at the time in our lives that have now become a very important part in the puzzle of life of the great awakening that we're coming into. We, we thought nothing of them at the time. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think one of the things that, um, that we, we do in our community so that we have this Dharma Life um, Academy and community. And actually what the Dharmic principles talk about is you're always being guided and you, you've, you've got like this inner sat nav and actually not, nobody's been taught how to use it. You know, typical, you know, we've been kept to dumb purposefully. Um, but once you tune in, once you really just listen to yourself, you know, like I remember being in a job for 12 years and I got to the stage where I didn't want to be there anymore, but I was so trapped by the money and the idea of being a director and on a board that I didn't leave for about two years. And inside every day I was going, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. But I was scared and I didn't listen to myself. And consequently, mm. I was what I call out of alignment with my dharma. I wasn't, I wasn't listening to myself. And so one of the things that I love to do is explain those principles to people, because when you understand it, it just means that you can stay on this 5D timeline all the time. Yeah. Because you're in alignment with your right path of action. Um, when, when you're in alignment, you, you, you can feel it in yourself because you just feel very calm. And you're able to, you're able to, to shine out that or transfer that feeling of calmness to people. And they, they feel it in a time of when they're surrounded by fear. And it's, I've, I've never felt so calm in all my life. Never. Me too. Me, you know what? When, when lockdown happened for me, like it was like, an, I woke up when I was about 28 through all the kind of stuff I went through. And I, at the piece at that time then I got to understand about the banking system and I got to understand about how it worked and the pedophilia, but I hadn't put all the pieces of the puzzle together, but I innately knew that 
my job was to just wake people up. That I was here to shift consciousness. I didn't know how I would affect the bigger end result, sure. but I just carried on, you know, doing the coaching. And then when lockdown happened, it was like the veil lifted, and I suddenly got this massive insight into how everything was interconnected. And actually, I have to be honest, I was like, "Thank God, you know, this is why we came here, you know, to really make a difference on this planet and." to really, you know, shift into this Leo Aquarius age, which is the golden age. Yeah. I, n- I never dreamt that I was going to be doing this at all. I <laughs> just do it on my morning walks. I'd be out there, out there having my morning walk. that I do 10 kilometers most days. And I was just telling people what was going to happen about the, the collapsing of the world's economy for, and it'd be covered up with a virus, a vaccine, 5G and all the rest of it. And suddenly people were going, Hmm, that makes sense. Against what they were being told, which didn't make sense. And I was sat down with the headmaster of Justin's school today, and he's really angry because of the fact that they've published now the amount of people that have actually died worldwide of COVID-19, and it's less than 9,000. Yeah, I was going to say something like 9,000. Yeah. Mm. Um, and when you, when you take that into consideration as to people dying of other things... Mm. Um, small fry yeah and he's also really angry that people have fallen for this lie and I said to him look I told you right at the start of this this was nothing more than a smokescreen for the collapsing of the world's economy and he was like but so many people have been hurt by this they've lost businesses I said these people just don't even think that way they don't care about collateral damage one little bit the only time they care about you is when they need your vote that's it Mm. when they need your vote they pretend they like you and this is the world is changing now, and we'll, we'll, we'll remove party politics. There won't be Conservative and Labour parties after this. There won't be Democrats and Republicans. They'll cease to exist completely. And we'll have a, we'll have a government that is run, and there'll be a number of people that will be up for election to run it. And hopefully none of them will have any political history. And hopefully we'll have somebody with a business brain or a common sense brain that wants to work for the people. And I was looking at the figures um, this morning of how many people are involved in the legal, uh, in the political climate in Spain, the politicians and those surrounding. Now, this is a country that only has 40 million people in it. 43 million, I think it is. In the p- political arena, there's 600,000 politicians and the political setup. And you just go, really? And you break it down and you go, I've, I've been part of a team looking at the breakdown of the UK as to how many politicians are needed and how, what's needed. Because I think, don't need the House of Lords, get rid of that. And you, you'll need probably a dozen lawmakers. Mm. Then you'd look at the UK from an MP point of view, members of parliament. Number one, you don't need a parliament. But you need people who are representative of the people. And you probably need one for each county. 30, 40 people. Yeah, I think people will go into communities as well, yeah, know, and even self-governed yeah. communities. Self-governing will be fine. It's very much what Michael Tellinger has been saying about one small town. Make, mm-hmm. make, look after yourselves. Well, of- I think can you what excites me, and this is where I get you know my juices flow, so to speak, is you know if we can obviously we have been completely stripped of our power as human beings. Correct. You know, we, none of us realise that we are three hundred and sixty interdimensional beings. You know, yeah. once we start to teach well, even adults, but kids, you know, that, that they have a purpose, that actually they come here for a reason and that we can basically help them 
tune into exactly what they want to be doing from a really young age. Like I've interviewed people, Charlie. I interviewed a girl on my podcast and she, from a very young age, was encouraged by her mum to be a dancer. That was what she loved as a, as a young girl. So the mum encouraged that. So she was automatically at a very young age doing her dharma, following her purpose. She did that until she got an injury about 12 or 13. And at 12 or 13, I remember when she, I interviewed her, she said, well, I just looked at what other things I was passionate about and what else I really enjoyed. And I thought that was so refreshing because obviously there was no, no stuff there. Mm-hmm. And then she basically got into cooking and blogging and she combined all the things that she was passionate about And by the age of 19, she had a platform helping women basically um, live healthy lifestyles um, using the dance skills, using all the things that she'd done from a very young age. And that was purely just by tuning in from a young age about what she truly was passionate about. And she was helping probably had about a couple of hundred people that she was in her community. So scale that and then we're living in a very different world. And for people that are connected to to the reality of life, they've they've known this for years. I remember Kenny Rogers, the the, the famous singer. Um, he um, he asked his mum what he should do for for a living, and she said, "Find something you love, and you'll never work a day in your life." Mm. And he landed up singing and playing music, and he, the- he lived out his life the way he wanted to. And that's mm. you know, so we've we've known of this, but we haven't been able to do it because we've been slaves to a system well and there's been pro- so much programming like we're, we're literally programmed from as soon as we go into school you yeah. know that we just need to go to school get a good job settle down um and that that's really not available for us don't be an artist don't be a creative you know can't make a living out of that that type of stuff that's what we work on like basically getting people to unlearn all of those beliefs and yeah. actually relearn that what what you believe you create it's, you know it's not um it's not seeing is believing, it's believing is seeing. Yeah. So we have to change our belief systems um, so that we believe and reconnect to how powerful we are so we can create what we want to happen in our lives. And we desperately need to change the curriculum at schools because... Oh, oh totally. Um, my daughter's a classic case of that, you know. Um, she's currently the manager of Birmingham City Football Club, but she spent her entire life playing football. Mm. That's been her life. And um, at school, there was not the facilities there really to, to encourage her. You, oh, you have to do this and you'll never make it at this. But hang on, she's, she's played at a top level at Newquay originally. And then she played in Bristol. She played in Sheffield. Um, she's played at, uh, she played at Lincoln, I think, for a time. She's played in a number of different places, but, and she's done incredibly well. She managed Sheffield FC and then Sheffield United. Amazing. Now she's managed for Birmingham. In the, in the Super League, um, that's her, you know, it's her dream. So when people say, oh, you can't do this, it's programming. It's programming that you can't do. You have to be, go through the university system. You have to do, have a degree. The one thing I've learned through this, Eloise, is that the people that I thought were really intelligent mm. have got no space left in their brain for common sense. Mm. So when you need common sense, which you need right now, they're left wanting. Yeah, well, this is, you know, what Charlie Freak talks about, isn't it? Left brain, right brain. We've been conditioned to live in our left brain. Yeah. Um, um, and so we're, we're analytical, we're statistical, you know, but none of us have been taught how we can actually connect to our higher self to really the reason we came and connect both parts of the brain. Most people are literally 
you know, living in their third dimensional reality. They're not connecting into the fourth to the fifth, sure. you know, the higher dimensions to create what they want to happen. So again, imagine when we've got a, a community or, you know, humanity reconnected to their power, it's going to be this golden age. And I, and I think that's why I feel very passionate about it because, you know, I see a lot of people at the moment who are consumed with the rabbit hole and we have to kind of remind them that their energy is a currency, literally, because these yeah. reptiles and beings have been feeding off your energy if you're not careful. So it's very important people are mindful of where they're using their energy and obviously use their energy to create their reality. Um, so we do that, Charlie, with our, we're doing a challenge, Follow Your Highest Excitement Challenge, where we teach people the laws of the universe. It's starting on the 14th next week. Brilliant. Um, yeah, and it's all about creating your 5D Earth and your 5D reality. And I've been doing it for about three or four years, and we've just got some incredible stories of people. Like one of my um, guys who came through the academy, he always wanted to be an artist when he was younger. And, of course, society told him, you can't do that. He's kind of late 40s. He got into film production because that was kind of something related that he quite liked, did it for a long time, and then got to a point where he wanted to leave, came to us, and we kind of got him to unlearn all the stuff he'd been taught about not being, you know, being able to make a living as an artist, and then relearn how powerful he is. And he quit his Sony job. We manifested in a redundancy. He's now a full-time artist, and he's exhibited at the Oxo Tower. Oh, amazing. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's, anything's possible when you get the support, basically. Yeah, and you get rid of the shackles that just drag you down, that, that sort of kept you down for so long. It's amazing when you see... When you see something shine and something change in people, it becomes very, very clear and very, very obvious when they, when they shine through. Um, and it's beautiful when you can see it. And, and so many people have become slaves to work, slaves, slaves to life, mm. um, and they've never been able to, to actually express themselves in something that's inside that's probably incredibly beautiful. And, you know, self-doubt is the thing that everybody says. And I yeah. would say, you know, 99% of us have it is that we don't think we're good enough. None of us think we're good enough. We have self-doubt. We procrastinate. And I think, you know, that, that can just be corrected by having a community of people around you, uh, you know, who support you. You put up a Facebook post about, a, you know, painting you're selling and everyone goes, yay. And then obviously that gives you that encouragement that you can do it. Whereas, often putting ourselves out there can feel so scary, really. I, I grew up being bullied at school because I didn't go into assembly. I had to stand outside, so I got picked on a lot. But it, it stood me in very good stead for trolls. <laughs> <laughs> I completely ignore them. I completely ignore them because I had it when I was a kid. And it's just like, they didn't hurt me then. They're not going to hurt me now. Just keep positive, keep focused. And surround yourself with positive people. And a troll only gets turned on if you respond mm. to it. If you ignore him, that's yes, absolutely. they go away. Absolutely. And I'm a student of the Akashic Records as well, Charlie. Okay. And something that was really eye-opening for me was that what I discovered was that some people are positive souls and some people are negative souls. So yeah. if you're a positive soul, you're channeling, you... you charge yourself up with meditation or with spiritual practice and you're gaining energy from the universe and in, in, in an ideal world all of us want to be doing that because 
what happens in the third dimensional reality is most people are going around exchanging energy. They're not plugging into source. So in an ideal world, all of us are plugging into source every day Mm -hmm. because then we can step out of our ego and we can basically ascend. Um, But what I also discovered is some people are negative souls. Yeah. So what they do is they feed off other people's energy. So trolls, for example, you know, quite often they're, they want to cause drama. They want to cause problems because that's how they generate energy. And yep. you find these negative souls in all sorts of places you would never imagine. Like my dad was, I don't, I don't think my dad's going to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you find them in all sorts of places. Yeah. Now we have, I won't mention her name, but everyone knows who she is. We're, there's one little girl at school who's an absolute drama queen and feeds on right. And you see it, and they actually paid her, played her in the nativity play. The headmaster has obviously got a sense of humour because he played her as a drama queen in the nativity <laughs> play, <laughs> which was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. But those sort of things, they make you smile, um, but you just need to be aware of what, um, what, what, what they are. My wife and I made a conscious decision seven years ago to get rid of all the negative people around us. Mm, wow, powerful. And, and anyone that made us feel less about ourselves than we did, we cut them out. Really? And even if we'd known them since birth, they were gone. That's, that's incredible, though, because you just literally transcended your reality in that one move. Yeah, exactly. But then it made some space for some really positive people to come in there and lift you up again Yeah, to a different level. Yeah, and I think a lot of people struggle with that. I think especially when you're on this spiritual path, you will evolve, you will grow, and you will basically evolve and grow out of your surroundings. You know, the people that you went to school with or the people you worked with, you just won't resonate with them at any level. So I think it is also being aware of that and knowing that if you let them go, like you guys did, that then fresh energy and people can come in. Exactly. And, and uh, also, it's, it's exciting now because I've got to a limit on Facebook of 5,000, so I can't get any more. So I'm actually looking for negative people in there to yes. get out. But, you know, I went through that process in lockdown and I would like put a bomb post on my Facebook just yeah. for the pure reason of weeding people out. Yeah, and it was great because I anybody who kind of you know you could tell by their comments where their consciousness level was, right? Get rid of them, and then of course the new people coming in were much nicer energy and vibration. Totally, and when you surround yourself with positive people, you become positive, and yes. it just helps you. And when you're positive, you look at things in a completely different way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Who you surround yourself with is, is who you become. Totally. You know? I, I truly, I, I got, I understood that at quite a young age and I set up a, um, I set up a transformational leadership organization because I knew if I set, if I surrounded myself with people doing incredible work, then I would become that person. And that's yeah. kind of exactly what happened. Exactly. It's, it's like watching Justin grow and my little boy, when he's doing gymnastics, he's, he's got two girls that he likes who are very, very good at gymnastics. And we're watching him because I said to him, if you want to be good, you surround yourself by good gymnasts. And I bet you, there's no point being the best in your class at this, uh, all the time because you'll never improve yourself. You want people that are better than you that you've got to catch up with. 
Yeah. And I also think a lot of us who are light workers, you know, who I, we've always been a bit odd. We've always been bullied. We've always been different. You know, yeah. I, I was, I could never understand as a sort of 20 year old girl, why I never fitted in. You know, I didn't resonate with people at school. I didn't really resonate with people I work with. Everyone else got married and settled down. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? But now I just realized that I was on a different path. And then mm-hmm. when I met, my kind of soul family, I would say, with this transformational leadership organization, it all kind of clicked into place. So I think, you know, people listening, it's really important you find a community, especially now, because it is transitional times that we're breaking down to break through, and that can be uh, discombobulating, you know. So having a supportive, vibrant community around you that is full of positivity and, you know, as I said, creating this 5D earth is, is so important. And you're far better off being loved to death than being scared to death. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, at the moment, it's um, it, we're living in this wonderful time where we're connecting with people we never, ever thought we would do. And one of the things that I've learned on this is by sharing information that you've picked up little bits on your journey, I've picked up little bits on my journey, mm. and for some reason they match and they fit in together. Mm. When they fit in together, at the end of the day, we look at a very clear picture Mm. created of many different pieces from many different areas, Um, but the picture is absolutely beautiful. And the the feeling of satisfaction when you get pieces that fit and also explain why pieces go in here and why pieces go in here. And all of our lives have been a journey towards this common end, which has been amazing. Well, I think this, this is unity consciousness in itself, isn't it? You know, that's, we can, when we come together as a collective, we are powerful. And that's what humans have to realize. You know, we've been trapped in this 3D reality of pitted against each other and survival of the fittest. Whereas what you're saying is so, so true. The more we support each other, the more we collaborate, the more we put down our ego and basically do it for the collective consciousness, the better life will become. Yeah, 100%. Well, we're, we're in an amazing time. And, and it's only going to get better. Like that, you know, once more people get switched on to this, you know, once more people really understand their power, you know, the world is literally our oyster, I believe. It's not just going to get a little bit better either. It's <laughs> going to get a lot, lot better. Things are changing. But the biggest, the biggest thing I've noticed is over the last few months, people are so used to instant success. Instant email, instant messenger, instant this, instant that. This is the biggest transition of our lifetime. Mm. And it's taking down hundreds of years, if not thousands of years of mm. corruption. Mm. They've done it in four and a half, five I months. Know. I know. And, and, you know, I always say this phrase, which is breaking down to break through and this analogy of a butterfly, because, yeah. you know, you have to, the caterpillar has to eat itself before it becomes the butterfly. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the stage we're in. We're literally going through that metamorphosis process, so it's yeah. going to be messy. <laughs> so it you is, kind of have to give it a bit of a break. <laughs> it's it's very interesting. With the, you said it's going to get messy, it is messy, and uh, uh, the messages I get are people just impatient. They want it all done, mm. but it's it's a process that we're going through. And when you understand the truth of what we're going through, then then you feel very very calm and peaceful. But those people especially those people who are just be, just becoming aware that haven't been on the journey, um, 
it's like when you wake them up in their sleep and they don't know where they are. They don't know what's going on. Uh, that's what we're dealing with right now. And I'm having to say to people, why don't you ever look at this? Why don't you ever look at this? I've had, had somebody the other day say, well, what about this? And I said, well, if you watch my videos, well, which yeah. one? I said, well, there's 250 of them now. Have a look at those and see. And, well, can you give me a handful? And so well, probably the best thing to do is start at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. But also we're in training. You yeah, know, I, I'm the, one of the most, if you ask my husband, he'll tell you I'm pretty much, you know, quite impatient and I want things to happen now, <laughs> yeah. you know, instant gratification. But, yeah. you know, again, if I look at my own journey, it, it's all been divinely orchestrated Yeah, because you, you can't suddenly lead a massive community of people if you've not really trained yourself. Sure. You know, so I think people, if we come up, come from it from a perspective of everything you're going through has been part of the you know, future for you, then it gives you a different mindset and it gives you a different way of looking at your life. Um, and nothing's random. That's the other thing I've really experienced. You know, things that I thought were random, yeah. no, they're not. I just haven't been, or I haven't been privy to the higher plan. Sure, sure. Well, we're getting there, aren't we? Yeah, We're getting absolutely. there. What a journey. What an amazing and, and I just think it's an incredible, like, absolutely. I, I was like, woohoo, you know, like, this is going to happen. I'm going to see it and I'm going to be part of it. And, you know, I get to say to my kids that I was part of the generation that stopped human trafficking. Yeah. And, you know, we, we stood up and we were counted. And, you know, and I think we all have a role to play. And if you, people aren't sure of what their role is, then please come find me because that's my job. I consider myself a guide, a bridge into your dharma into your purpose into your 5d earth well that's absolute what a wonderful note to finish on i'm going to put your details on the top of the screen here and below so people can can find you and find all of your stuff but it's been absolute privilege to talk to you really lovely to talk to you too charlie and if we can get the word out there to people and take away their fear your fear will disappear when you start to understand what's when you become aware of what's actually happening and what's actually happening is incredibly positive yes the fear is making you think it's negative and it's not it's very very positive what's happening yeah and you know it's also worth remembering that we're now in this leo aquarius age which is all about personal sovereignty so it's basically about the people taking back their power so that is in the astrological phase that we are in on in humanity. So people are reawakening and then they're reconnecting to how powerful they are. The fact that they're multidimensional beings and the fact that they can do, be, have and create anything that they want. Absolutely amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to the Dharma Life podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Please come over and say hello on my Instagram, our Facebook group. And also, please let me know what you thought. So if you are listening, please take a screenshot of the podcast that you are listening to. Tag me on Instagram and I will reshare your post. And please let me know what it is that you got out of today's episode. Remember, when we do our Dharma, we are happier, healthier, we live longer, and we have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace.